This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's another edition of the Unreasonable Odds podcast here for week 15. Yeah, I think so. I keep losing track. 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really care. You know, it's, it's another week of football. That's what (laughs) we care about here on the podcast. I'm Steve Buchanan along with my co-host Julian Edlow, as we do a solo pod, uh, one a week for the next, uh, basically for the remainder of the month here, we'll be doing a solo, uh, one pod this week, one pod next week. And then obviously the holidays and all that will be back to a normal schedule in 2023 as we are approaching the end of the year here, which, you know, it's been, uh, it's been quite, quite something, at least over the past couple of weeks in the NFL brash numbers of injuries happening, especially to the quarterback position. We saw more of that, uh, last night we're recording this Tuesday afternoon, Kyler Murray going down with a non-contact injury. Uh, just a, that was just such a mess. Last night with the amount of injuries, uh, I tweeted out, this was a brutal night to have any showdown lineups like uh, Stevenson, one of the most popular captain options, obviously Murray, uh, Connor was out for a couple of plays. It was just a mess last night, but has been kind of been the continuing trend here in the NFL. Russell Wilson uh, left that game last week with a concussion. Don't know what his status is for next week. Obviously Brock Purdy, um, just the second time that Brady was an underdog to a rookie. Uh, the 49ers absolutely decimated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And by the way, did you know this? Uh, the Bucks game, which was being nationally televised, got the hook. And they ended up going I, to the I Seahawks see game. That. Yeah. Yeah. I'm never, I'm never really watching the individual games outside of the Same. Island games. Because I'm on red zone, so I missed right. that. But then I heard it brought up afterwards that, uh, yeah, they took Brady and San Francisco off and yeah. went elsewhere. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Leaving so. leaving Niners on the, on the shelf last week was one of my regrets. Yep. I wanted it down to three. I was like, if it got to three, I'm going to take it. Yeah. And there it is sitting at three and a half. So, of course, it's just absolute mop city, 35 nothing in no time. And yep. I'm sitting there thinking, oh, three and a half, three. Yep. Stupid. That was. Yep. In hindsight, yep. The Bucks are not good, which brings up two interesting games when we get to the Week 15 card. Then yep. the winners of that game, the Niners, who are a three and a half point road favorite, and the losers of that game, the Bucks, who are three and a half point home underdogs. Um, but we'll get to the board. Any anything you want to recap from from Week 14? Well, real quick too, uh, just looking ahead to this board. Do you like the Saturday games? Because this week starts the Saturday games. So you're asking me if I like the teams and the board on Saturday or if in general I like the games being played on Saturday? In general, do you like the games being played on Saturday? I do. I don't. I see it is like, and I'll admit I used to play, I used to be a lot more focused on DFS. Yeah. And now I'm more heavy on the sportsbook side. It goes both ways in DFS. Sometimes you like that big Sunday slate. Sometimes it's like, ooh, I got a three-gamer Saturday and then a smaller one to be a little more focused in on Sunday. Yep. I think it's it brings some DFS pluses because you've been playing the big slates all year and now you break it up a little. I feel the same way for, for sports betting purposes too. Like 
sometimes, you know, <clears throat> on that Sunday card, you go through the day, I'm trying to get like a four o'clock play out, but there's so much going on, so much to pay attention to. It kind of breaks it up a little so you can go game yeah. by game. Um, and it also, it gives you that feel like, you know, the end of the season is near, the holidays are here. You start to right. do these Saturday ones. Now, I wish they did more last week because it was just Army-Navy in college and we could have used some NFL. Fine by me. There were a million college basketball games on, so I'm good. But for fo just football people. Um, but this week is like there's there's at least some decent bowl games on Saturday. And we will, by the way, Thursday, December 15th, we are recording our college football bowl preview sweat. So there'll be a regular sweat in the morning and then in the afternoon – me and some of the DraftKings people are doing just going through, ripping through all the bowl games. So I'll have that for you. Who are you doing that with? Uh, Colin Sherwin from DK Nation will be on it and um, probably more people, but I haven't read the email yet. So I don't know. <laughs> Couple I don't read that. Hmm. Okay. Samir says that's not exactly how that's working, but sure. Producer Drew <laughs> told me we're ripping through bowl games. In what some else? capacity, we will be. <laughs> do you want to just come on camera or do you want to keep slacking? <laughs> Okay. I was good. told that we're ripping through bowl games on, on the sweat. Well, either way. New Eastern on, on Thursday, December 15th. There you go. If you want some bowl uh, information, tune in on Thursday. Oh, it'll, it'll be, be clipped something. for future sweats. So there when the day, day of the game uh, arrives, whatever. Okay. It'll be, at, Ju at, at Julian Edlow, you'll see some clips there. Perfect. I'll get a lot of those clips myself and personally tweet them out. We can send some out from Unreasonable Odds as well because I'm going to be betting a lot of bowl games. There you go. So we'll have, since we're not going to have a, a bowl podcast, we'll have that. Um, okay. Um, just real, real I don't quick even remember what I'm going to say. Th that's why I was, I was getting this back on track. Um, okay. Real quick from uh, last week, uh, which team do you think had the more impressive win and what that says for the losing team moving forward? Because I think there's two interesting games that we saw and maybe this will affect moving forward. The Jaguars over the Titans, 36 to 22, or the Cowboys absolutely throwing up all over themselves against the Texans. Do you think either of those losses is going to have more of a negative effect for either of those teams moving forward? Because both of those teams in the playoff hunt, uh, both of those teams coming in pretty sizable um, favorites in both of those ones, but both the Titans and Cowboys looked pretty atrocious last week. Um, I don't think it means that much. Because the okay. NFL is so week to week, like you don't know what you're necessarily going to get. The Jags show up from time to time. Um, I think that it doesn't, that loss doesn't matter that much for Tennessee. Like they got a stranglehold on that division. Yep. They're going to win the division and get in and then probably get beat by somebody because we saw what Tannehill looked like in the playoffs last year. Um, so that and I did, mean, I'm sorry, I did, I did I misspoke there. I, I said the Cowboys lost. I know they did end up winning, but they were losing right. the majority well, of the game. So, so I, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's what I was going to say about the Cowboys. They did, they looked awful, but they yeah. somehow pulled off the win, and now they're going to go play that Jags team on the road right. in what will be a pro Cowboys crowd. And that number went from like six to four and a half. I kind of yep. lean Cowboys laying the short number now on the road in Jacksonville in a get right spot. So. I don't think last week means that much to me in either game. And I think what it does is maybe set up a good play on the Cowboys this week. Sure. I think that's a good angle to take on that too. Um, the Texans really were surprising last week. I was, you know, they made the switch back yeah. to Davis Mills. Um, 
no Nico Collins, no Brandon Cook. So you're missing your top two guys and still were able to not just keep up with the Cowboys, but like winning the majority of that game as double digit underdogs, something that they've been multiple times this season now. And I'll drop this shot later on because I want to talk about that Texans Chiefs games, but the Houston Texans now have been double digit underdogs four times this season. They're three and one against the spread in those games. They've done well for themselves in that scenario. And now they're 14 point dogs to the chiefs this week who very much made that a game uh, late for the Broncos. The Broncos absolutely inept on offense. Russell Wilson ends up having the concussion and everything, but the Broncos came pretty close to making a massive comeback and upset against the Chiefs. So just an interesting nugget. And again, we'll, we'll get into that as we go on to the board here. That's on Sunday. Uh, but let's get into week 15. Let's talk a little bit uh, about what we, we're seeing here. Um, very quickly, we'll touch on Thursday here. I don't particularly love either side with the Niners and Seahawks. I know you said you might, you actually may have something on here, but I want to lean 49ers just because I, I think defensively, this is what's really going to be carrying them the rest of the way. Like they have just been so good on defense. Um, Geno Smith, probably uh, one of his shakier games that we've seen this season. Uh, he's been really, it feels like unstoppable for the good portion of the season. Last week is probably one of the worst games I've seen from him. Now he's got to face this Niners, you know, pass rush secondary. That's just been so incredibly good. So I feel like I'm going to be siding with the Niners here, but it's kind of a, you know, it's a strong number of three and a half. I think you really could make a case for either side. <clears throat> I'm kicking myself for not betting the look ahead number because this yeah, was minus yeah, yeah, one. Sure. It was Niners minus one. Um, and I couldn't bet it. Why? Because we hadn't seen what Brock Purdy looked like yet. Right. And it's a sh- so you go out and now you're on the short week on the road in the division. So I couldn't bet it. Now Brock Purdy looks great. He beat Stop Brady in his first start. Seattle looks terrible. And now it's three and a half. And I lean Niners like that defense in that running game and Seattle can't defend the run. Right. Plays right into San Francisco. But again, it's the short week on the road. Brock Purdy's coming off the high of beating Tom Brady in his first career start. Uh, he got dinged up. He's day to day. And now Seattle's in a bounce back spot after the Carolina loss. <clears throat> I, I don't know if I can do it, but a strong lean to the 49ers. I do think so. Christian McCaffrey rushing prop is already up on DK Sportsbook as we record on Tuesday. Oh. 77 and a half. Have you seen this fancy new look on the DK Sportsbook? When you go to the props, it's got all the it's got all the player profile pictures next to him. Oh, this is fancy. I haven't seen this yet. Oh yeah, that is new. Hmm. Oh, I like that. So you need a, you can't read. You need a picture to make a bet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pictures are right, very well, helpful. New this week per producer Samir. Um, oh, yeah, this is fancy. Well, I can I can read, so I don't need the picture. But I'm glad you're happy with it. And, I'm very um, happy. Yeah. So. I'm going to text Jason Robbins say this is a good idea. Great. Uh, pictures, <laughs> on, pictures on the DK Sportsbook now, <laughs> if you're not aware. Yes, CMC, 77 and a half rushing yards. I lean over there. Uh, I think that he should get a lot of work and um, get a lot done on the ground. So I don't know if I'm going to bet the game, but I, I have a. I feel like I have a feel for what it should be. I'm just nervous that that division game with the rookie quarterback on the road won't go to game script for some reason. 
Let's go over to Saturday. Some good games here on the Saturday slate, even though I just said I don't like Saturday. So you, I was just going to say, so why don't you like the Saturday slate? I, I honestly, I just like everything on Sunday. Like I just love the full slate of games on Sunday. I mean, you're basically getting that anyways, but I just like everything on Sunday. And, and I'm a big daily fantasy player. Like I am still very heavily involved in daily fantasy. I yeah, feel like I, those I, three I, game, those three game Saturday slates are fun. Well, they can be, but I feel like I don't want to do that, and I get bullied into playing it. Like it's nice on Thanksgiving. Like I, I like I look forward to that yeah. three games played on Thanksgiving. That's but great. See, that's what I mean. It's like it's not Thanksgiving, but it's like the holidays. It's like a week before Christmas, so it gives you a little holiday feel. I mean, to I got I got to pay. I got to get my presents first. I can't be paying for all these three game slates, one game slate. Like it's it's killing me, right? But you know, I guess this place pays me, so I guess I'll just get it back anyways. All right, okay. you got Colts and Vikings, Ravens and Browns, which is a very interesting one in my opinion. Dolphins, Bills. You got Vikings as four point favorites, Browns three point favorites at home. Um, and, well, actually, all the home teams are favored here. Then Bills seven and a half against the Dolphins. So the Ravens one is interesting to me because you know we don't know what the status of Lamar Jackson is. Um, Huntley was also injured in that game, so the quarterback situation is just a mess right now in Baltimore. With that being said. Are you getting a pretty decent on Baltimore against the Browns? Because Deshaun Watson has just been putrid these last two weeks. Like, I don't feel like it's being talked about enough because that first game they won all defense and special teams, you know, easily can mask Watson, you know, um, playing so poorly in that game. And then last week, the Browns against the Bengals wasn't really talked about game. The Browns can only put up 10 points against the Bengals. So Mm -hmm. I feel like getting in on this now Maybe Jackson is healthy or not, but like, I, I, I mean, I get why the, the Ravens are three point underdogs here, but man, like you could really be looking, you know, sitting pretty if you're taking that plus three now. And then we end up getting word that, I mean, I'll take, I'll take it with Huntley or Jackson truly at, at this rate, but obviously that's something that's still unknown, but this is an opportunity to jump on the line. If you, if, if, um, before that news does come on, then obviously that would change drastically. Well, we just had a move on Cleveland. Like this was two and a half and it moved. So I think probably on the short week, the Ravens are going to be in trouble at quarterback. Um, It sounded like the Ravens don't want to play Lamar Jackson until closer to Christmas. When I I don't have their schedule in front of me, whenever that game is around Christmas, I don't even know if it's before or after. Um, And Huntley probably isn't going to play, I guess. And, So that leaves Anthony Brown, who was not good in college, played at BC and Oregon and was nothing special. So I can't bet on the Browns because I don't trust Deshaun Watson in that offense. If we get any positive news on Baltimore, I will play them. Um, However, divisional, outdoor under, short week, terrible quarterback play. Yeah. I... if this is going to be Anthony Brown, I'm going under 37 and a half on this game if we get word of that. So really, as soon as we get word on the Baltimore quarterback, I'll have a play. Yep. If it's one of two guys, I'm betting Baltimore. If it's yep. the other guy, I'm betting the under. No, it's fair. No, it's totally fair, too. I mean, at least Harbaugh said on uh, Sunday that Huntley seemed like he was going to be okay to go. But obviously, like you mentioned, the shorter week uh, does factor into that there. So we'll wait on that. Because obviously, if there was more concrete news, you're not looking at what this board is at right now. And then they so they play Saturday again. They Christmas Eve hosts Falcons. And that supposedly is a targeted return date for Lamar Jackson. Okay. 
Then we have Miami and Buffalo. Buffalo is seven and a half point favorites here. Tua probably had, I would say, one of his worst games of his NFL career last week. I believe, including college, that was his most inaccurate game in terms of um, pass completions that he made. Like, I think, like, to start that game, I think he was, like, two for 11 or something like that. Like, he was horrible in that one. But I really kind of like the Dolphins at seven and a half here going up against the Bills. The Bills obviously um, lost Von Miller a couple of weeks ago, so their pass rush takes a huge hit there. Uh, defensively, the Bills have been okay, but I think like the level of competition also kind of plays into that. The Jets, you know, with, with Mike White last week, uh, White ended up did, did getting hurt in that game, was able to come back. We saw a couple of uh, plays there with Joe Flacco because Mike White took a couple of, br- I don't know if you saw it, he took a couple of mm-hmm. brutal hits during that game. I feel like the wind got knocked out of him twice in that game and in pretty brutal fashion here. But this feels like a fairly strong bounce back spot for the Dolphins coming off that really poor play last week. Um, I know Tyree Kill, they said it's also a little bit banged up, but he was, you know, quote unquote, banged up in that game last week. And you still saw what he did recovering that fumble for the the touchdown and everything. He looked great. I, I, I love taking this at seven and a half for the Dolphins. I think that's a play that I really like this week going up against the Bills, who haven't been the offensive juggernaut that we saw in the first like seven, eight weeks of the season. And even though Allen has been passing fairly well, I think it's fair to say, and you can say this, that he hasn't been the same since that injury occurred and he came back against the Vikings back in, I think it was week 11 or or whatever it was, but I, I I like the dolphins a lot this week at plus seven and a half. Okay. So at minus six and a half, I'm betting the bills. At seven and a half, I'm not betting it, but I would use the bills as a teaser leg or money okay. line parlay piece, whatever whatever you need to to use. So I can't, I disagree. I think this is an awful spot for Miami, and I know they really? just look bad, and maybe you bet on a bounce back after a bad performance. They First of all, Miami might have just been figured out because they got shut down back-to-back by San Francisco and uh, the L.A. Chargers. They were just out west for that whole trip. San Fran, L.A., stay out west, Sunday night primetime game, fly back on the red eye to Miami for Monday morning. Now you got to go short week Saturday night primetime game to Buffalo. Supposed to be bad weather. The The Dolphins, it was 55 degrees in L.A. on Sunday night. The Dolphins were using heaters on the sideline. <laughs> What's going to happen Sunday night, Saturday night, excuse me, Saturday night, short week in Buffalo in the snow? Double down on your heaters. Um, <laughs> I just think, and oh, second of all, so then Buffalo uh, doubles Miami up in yardage in the first game of the year in Miami and still loses that weird game. They've had this spot circled. They've been saying they want the Dolphins. This is a big game for the Bills in a good uh, spot for the Bills in a bad spot for the Dolphins. I am not going to lay seven and a half. But I, I, the Bills are probably my favorite, like teaser or money line parlay piece of the week. Yeah, using it as a teaser for sure. Um, you know, I hope this doesn't end up being a uh, Ravens teaser week like we had there. And <laughs> yeah, uh, real quick too, just um, as we're recording this, Schefter confirming Kyler Murray has a torn ACL. Obviously, that's a season ender that happened last night against the Patriots. So there is that. So it's now the Colt McCoy show moving forward. 
And this week they're going up against the Broncos, who could also be with one of their backups um, this week if Russell Wilson is unable to go. Uh, if you think you're going to get a jump on anything with this news, forget about it. Over under in that one's 36 and a half points. So forget it. I don't, I don't think I could even take the under at that point, but that is a brutal total. Uh, that might be one of the lowest totals I can think of this season, unless you can think of something lower than that. 36 and a half. 36 and a half. Yeah. yeah. That's about as low as they've gone. Gone. Yeah. yeah. But that, again, um, that's just off the top of my head. I could be wrong, but that's a very other, uh, <clears throat> Other Saturday game, I don't hate laying four with the Vikings at home. And I know the Vikings are overrated, and last week was the yeah. the classic case of that with the Lions being favored by – or opening dogs being favored two and a half and getting there. So now maybe people are scared of the Vikings. They're home against the Colts. Colts have a pretty good defense, but Minnesota at home should be able to get some points on the board. The reason the Vikings stink is because you can throw all over them. The yes. Colts can't really throw the ball. Correct. So I'm kind of thinking that the Colts can't hang in there. They'll see what they can do with Jonathan Taylor. But the passing game doesn't doesn't scare me, particularly if Minnesota can get any pressure in there. I kind of think I haven't bet the Vikings in a, in a long time, um, and I've faded them a couple of times. I think this might be a spot that I'm on the Vikings in that Saturday game. We'll see. The Colts are averaging the second lowest points per game. They're only beating Denver at mm-hmm. this point. Like it's been that bad for the Colts. So I'm with you. I don't mind taking the four. I know it's kind of an awkward number there, but like, like I know defensively the, the Vikings are not in a strong spot by any means, but the Colts to me have just been that bad. They're averaging 17 points per game. Like it's, just, I'm sorry, 16 points per game, 17 over the last three. You know, the change to Ryan obviously has not boosted that offense by any means. The 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 trade of Hines, while like, I, you know, obviously with Taylor, but, you know, dominating the backfield, but like Hines was such a good um, option out of the backfield that when they need him, like I feel like they don't really have that anymore. Like that quick guy that they can just shoot one to. Uh, and nope. especially if you're going to be using Ryan under center because he's not going to be someone that's going to be going downfield accurately, which is actually something you can do against the Vikings, like on the season, the Vikings are allowing like an average of like nine and a half yards per pass completion, which is the highest in the league. So if you're going to move downfield against any secondary, it would be the Vikings, but that's not really how Matt Ryan is built anymore. So Hines would have been like a great guy for this matchup here, but obviously not in the mix anymore. So yeah, I'm with you. I think I'd be with the Vikings in this one too, as well. Um, Yeah. Just, not a great game to kick off the Saturday slate. It is if the Vikings cover four. Um, <laughs> so Sunday card. Got some weird. We got monster road favorites. Eagles laying nine in Chicago. KC laying 14 in Houston. Um, then we've got a lot of teams that, you know, I don't, I guess uh, Detroit at the Jets is kind of a better matchup than we we've been accustomed to. Both teams are in the playoff hunt. Steelers Panthers, kind of a, a weird one. They want you to lay it now with the Panthers, given what we saw last week. You're a right. Steelers guy. I don't can't touch that game. Well, especially without, bet, without I maybe would have bet the Saints earlier in the week against Desmond Ritter. It's four and a half hosting the Falcons, but now that that line's moving up. Yeah, the but Patriots, you know what? R- Ritter has to be a, a, an upgrade. 
maybe it's also his first career start on the road in the division. Well, right. But like the Falcons just want to run. That's all the Falcons want to do is run. Right. So if you are going to be throwing like Ritter has to be that upgrade over Mariota. Like I, 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 I'm not a big Mariota guy at all. Like I never understood the move to begin with. So I, you know, I think you could put almost anybody in there and I would say it's an upgrade, but I feel like Ritter should be an upgrade over Mariota when they do drop back to pass, which they're only doing about 40% of the time at this rate, but still. We'll find out. I don't, I don't know if I can bet that one. Um, You mentioned the Cardinals Broncos. Then we have uh, Patriots, essentially a pick them laying one at the Raiders short week, staying out West road game i really want to bet belichick against josh mcdaniels but i don't know if i can do it there's just a lot of games i don't feel like i can pull the trigger on i'll save what i'm thinking about for best bets my two games for for last teaser legs wise i really wish the eagles were eight and a half so i could get them down to two and a half with um buffalo because i don't think i want to do the seven with the packers on monday night football even hosting the Rams. I don't know what Baker Mayfield's got up his sleeve this week on primetime again. I know. I don't know what I'm going to tease with uh, for Buffalo. I got two road favorites I kind of like. I'll let you I'll let you start us off and go where you're looking on the board for Sunday games you want to talk about before I give two and we, we wrap up. I honestly really want to take Houston. I think I really do. I was going to say, you got to take Houston given your your trend that you gave out there. I really think I, I am going to take the Texans this week. And I like it's, you know, I didn't think I'd be at this point at week 15. I was like, oh, I'm going to back the Texans uh, this week. But they were very impressive last week. Like, they had no business being in that game at all. Like, at all. Like, I don't know if if this was just more indicative of, like, just a bad week for the Cowboys. But, like, you're down your top two receivers. And, I mean, those guys aren't top two receivers on almost any team, except maybe the Patriots at this point. But down Cooks, down Collins. Chris Moore having a huge game for the Texans going over a hundred yards. The chiefs are not good defensively. They're not the, like that. You yeah. can, you can definitely say the Cowboys are a much better defensive team than the chiefs are. Yeah. So, I mean, unless that was just a massive, massive fluke, which with this league and this year, it absolutely could have been, but I'll be damned if I'm going to be, ta- if I was taking the other side of minus 14 against the chiefs, no way, no way. No. So I, I'm, I, I really think I'm going to be on the Texans this week. I think, uh, and I feel pretty good about it too, which is even worse. Of course he, of course he does. <laughs> so, I don't yeah, think about I, anything I, ever in the NFL right now. Yeah. But I, I, I really, I'm really kind of digging the Texans this week at plus 14. Um, anything else? Uh, for the overall or, or you, road field? Yeah. Overall on the NFL board, anything else? Yeah, I, I I think I'm okay with taking the Bengals a three and a half against the Buccaneers. I just think that team is just absolutely dead in the water. Like, really. Like, I know they've had a couple of bad matchups, you know, going up against some, you know, good defenses and everything. I, would say, I wouldn't say that the Bengals are a bad defense by any means. Like, I feel like they're kind of middle. No, not at all. They're, they're, I think when it comes to, like, when you think of, like, elite defenses or, you know, average defenses, the Bengals fall probably right in the middle of all of those teams. But the Bengals just continue to impress like they did last year. Like I was obviously all over them all season last year. Uh, they continue one of, to be one of the better teams against the spread on the year. I'm just trying to, I'm grabbing their updated number. I think they're like <clears throat> nine, four and one off the top of my head, 10, th- 10 and three. 10, yeah, 10 and three I was going to say year. they're really good against the spread. 
Yep. So I, I think I, I'm going to roll with Cincinnati. That will probably end up being my favorite play of the week is Cincinnati three and a half against the, uh, the Buccaneers. But yeah, at least initially, and we're recording this very early, which is, you know, to our disadvantage, but at least at how the board is set right now, I like the Bengals a lot. And I, I, God damn it. I I like the uh, Texans. Yeah. We'll have more on Twitter throughout the week, especially as we get closer to kick off of these games at Julian Edlow at SB Cannon 24 at unreasonable odd. Um, That'll transition me into my, my first, bet this i'm gonna give this as a bet this will be my my best bet and then you know the vikings will be a lean this other one will be a lean since he's my best bet the laying the three and a half on the road um tampa hasn't covered at home all season and yet this number is still like the market just isn't caught up on tampa being as bad as it is maybe because it's winning the division maybe because it has tom brady maybe because of the comebacks in the fourth quarters at home against the rams and uh Saints, neither of which they covered. The market's off on Tampa, and since he's rolling, so it's going to be the Bengals for me laying three and a half on the road. I I, I don't have the confidence that Tampa can that Tampa can keep up. Um, we're talking about the Carolina Panthers maybe swooping in, stealing the division with their third quarterback of the year after firing their coach. To imagine that's how that's how bad Tampa is now. I think ultimately Tampa will get it done, but they're I think they're going to lose. I, I I don't know if you can say. I really don't think you can say that with a straight face. I think they I think they will. Um, they'll have a big game against Carolina. See what happens there. Which who beat them earlier in the year? Smoked them earlier in the year. Yep. Uh, so Bengals for me, best bet. Um, the other one, another road favorite, like this look ahead number with Jacksonville, Dallas was six. Now we're getting four and a half because Dallas slept walked against Houston and Jacksonville beat Tennessee. Yep. This is going to be all Cowboys fans in Florida. Um, oh, I, 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 the pressure that, that Dallas should be able to get on Trevor Lawrence. I, I'm very close to laying four and a half with Dallas on, on the road here. And this is, this week is testing me. Like I, I said in NFL, like, you know what? I'm not going to lay anything more than, th- than three from now on. <laughs> I'm playing dogs. I'm cutting down volume, all of which I've done and improved. And now this week, I like a three and a half point road favorite and a four and a half point road favorite. Yep. So I'm being tested. I'm uh, failing that test on the Bengals because they're a bet. Uh, we'll uh, see what happens with the Cowboys. Real quick, too. The Buccaneers are minus 280 to win the division. Panthers are three to one to win the division after that. All that right. does not look like a minus two eighty team to win the division right now. <laughs> no. Compared no. to what everybody else. No, yes. but the Pan- the Panthers, Falcons, and Saints don't look yeah. like division winners. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Somebody's gotta somebody's gotta have it. And yeah, uh Tampa, uh, like you mentioned, oh five and one against the spread at home, and they're failing to cover by almost five points in that scenario. I actually didn't realize this. Baltimore has also not covered at home this season. They're also really? 5 and one as a as a um, as a home team. Hmm. That actually is surprising. I did not realize that they're the only two teams that haven't covered at home yet this season. I did not know Baltimore. That is news to me. Do you know who the third worst team is at home? Only covered once. Oh God, I would have to like scroll through. Um, You're never gonna guess it if you don't know it off the top of your head. It might be Buffalo. Nope. It's the Chiefs. 
It's too bad they're on the road this week. Um, <laughs> it's too bad they're on the road this week. Then there would just be an insta lock after that if they were at home against the Texans. Yeah, yeah. one uh one in five hmm. in that scenario. Right. Yep, yep, yep. So little nugget Fun there trends. for you. Yep, you can share that with your uh people at home. Great. Um, all right. Well, that probably does it for the board, NFL week fifteen. Um Anything else we want to give out? No, I think uh, I think stay tuned to all social media. SP Cannon twenty four at Julian Edlow. Oh, real quick too. Elon Musk said he's going to be deleting a lot of inactive Twitter accounts, and that mf'er that's been holding Steve Buchanan hostage might be on that list because he hasn't been active in three years. Wow. Now the only the only problem is. If I change my username, I'm probably going to lose my check mark. But I think I'm going to lose yeah, my check mark. Don't even matter anymore, right? Yeah, I think I might. Well, I might lose the check mark anyways. Because even though like they stayed for this new round, the rumor is that in a couple months, all previously um, verified accounts are going to lose a check mark anyway. So I should I just bite the bullet? I don't know. I don't know. But it's well, this do it's this doofus photographer who takes crappy photos, and he doesn't even photograph like good things. He he, he photographs like alcoholic beverages. Why are you photographing the beverage? Just drink it. I'm like, well, you're, you're it's getting watered down when you're sitting there taking your stupid photos. At Steve Buchanan, a total dope. Yep. That will remain the case if you obtain the Twitter handle as well. No. Um, <laughs> Well, I being the professional that I am, uh, can be found at Julian Edlow. It's not my fault. <laughs> Wasn't my fault. I'm All right, look up, I'm looking up his. I'm looking up his account right now. I want to see the last time he was active. Okay, um, maybe you can get back to us next week when we record on. Uh, I think Wednesday. Samir's handle is yep. his name too. He tells me. Yep. All right. <laughs> Wednesday, December 21st, we will have a podcast for you. We hope to have Johnny Avello. We hope to have a guest with us to run through what will be NFL week 16, maybe even look ahead some to 17 because it'll be the last time we come to you until uh, after the new year. So we'll be back next week. Thank you guys for listening and follow along on social. His last public tweet was in 2018 and it's a margarita and he's like looking above it. Who gives a crap? I'm going to contact this guy and tell him to be more active so that he can keep his handle from you. F him. <laughs> That's the podcast. Talk to you next week. Odds and lines are subject to change. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. 